there's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to my travel podcast, Life's a Beach. Every week I invite a special guest to take us on a journey together to their favourite holiday destinations and to reveal their top travel tips and tales. My passenger today is one of the UK's hardest working comedian who literally, and I mean literally, plays all over the world. You can catch him in a town near you on his brand new tour, Family Friendly Comedian. Please put your tray tables up for Paul Chowdhury. This is the final boarding call from Paul Chowdhury. Paul Chowdhury, please come to the gate. This is the final boarding call for Paul Chowdhury. Paul Chowdhury, Paul Chowdhury, Paul Chowdhury! Thank you. Welcome on board, Paul Chowdhury! Helen Carr. Hello, you. I've known you since day one. When did we first meet? It must have been Edinburgh, um, was it? I can't remember. I remember when you started. I'm not even since. I'm such a dinosaur. Oh, I know everyone since day one. Come off it! <laughs> You're not a dinosaur. Where oh. did where did was it? Because we were on the same circuit, weren't we? Really? Yeah, we did the comedy circuit together. Then uh, we were on the uni circuit together, and obviously Edinburgh Fringe. And yeah, I've known you since the beginning, mate. I've seen you go from that first act to this superstardom. Well, the, you're the not legend wrong. you've become. I am a superstar, and that's. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I haven't changed, have I? Both physically you, or facially. Well, or... you were a superstar at the beginning, but nobody else knew it yet. Oh my God, Paul! I'm going to cry. <laughs> this is so sweet. So tell me then, what are you like as a traveller? Why do you travel? Well, mainly we travel for work. You see, that's the thing with us comics. We probably travel more than anyone else in the yeah, world. Yeah. Uh, you know, when you're on motorways, lorry drivers and yeah. comedians. They don't see the real glamour in it, stuck in a service station with a Greg's pasty. I know, and you're morning. trying to kill time mm. until 8 p.m. Yeah. What about, when you, what about when you're kicked out of the hotel at 12? Yeah. And you've got to hang around till 8. And then I walked around Norwich, and then you died of exposure. Because it was like, honestly, I was like, you know, when your lips are stuck to your gums. Yeah. And I'm like, I need some vitamins. I need some vitamins. Well, what we could do is pay an extra day at the hotel, but we're not... tight bastards. <laughs> yes. 
so why pay for four more hours when we can walk around the town like the homeless? Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> you sell a few big issues, you make, <laughs> make your money back. You're international, aren't you? You tour mm. everywhere. Tell us yeah. some of the most amazing places you've toured. Oh, man, I've been... You know, most of these countries I've been to, I would never have gone to if it wasn't for stand-up comedy. Yeah. Uh, it's, I think we're blessed with the gift of giving laughter to people, which takes us to places we never even dream of visiting. I've been Trinidad, Tobago, South Africa, Germany, America, the Middle East, which I think I'm now banned in for some reasons. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did uh, my I did a special for Amazon Prime a few years ago, and um, we did DVDs before with Universal. Yeah, you know, yeah, you yeah. The same label as me, and uh, the DVD gets released around England. And you don't worry about it, but with the streaming services, it has to get passed through lawyers to hit different territories. So some material doesn't pass legal. I never thought of that. Of mm. course, yes. So my Michael Jackson stuff got banned in Germany <laughs> because you can defame the dead in Germany but you can't defame the dead in England. Oh. Which is why we do so many Jimmy Savile jokes. <laughs> oh, and that's the beauty of England. We can, <laughs> we can rip the shit out of the dead. Yeah, yeah. But you can't in other countries. <laughs> I never thought of that. That's so interesting, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And then the stuff that got me into trouble in the Middle East was I did a lot of stuff on the Taliban. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I think they thought, mm, maybe this isn't for the uh, Middle Eastern audience. Now, you're not going to cause trouble on this podcast. I don't want a fat (laughs) one. This could be... You could become the new Salman Rushdie. (laughs) Oh, God, I don't want to be cancelled. Not again. Well, if you're you're cancelled by the Taliban, it's fine. Yeah, I mean, you want to be sort of cancelled by them. You don't want to go, hey, I I agree with what you're thinking, Alan. Well, there's a market. If you want to get Taliban gigs in caves, there's a market there. (laughs) But then it depends what you're playing to. You want to get cancelled by the mainstream. You don't want to get... The mainstream is the big market. Yeah. The brown pound or the pink pound. Those are the areas you don't want to get cancelled. <laughs> so where in the Middle East have you played? Well, I actually do a lot of corporate gigs out there. I just, you know, I do, you know, weddings, birthday parties and stuff. And, 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 I'm, and I'm the entertainer at these Asian weddings sometimes. And they have like, big weddings, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, big weddings. Uh, I don't know if I can say this, but I did Shilpa Shetty's 40th birthday in Montenegro. Oh. Performing on a rooftop for her birthday party, and um, and her close friends and Gopi Nduja was there, the richest man in England <gasps> at the time. He's not I the richest never man. Get invited to parties like this to perform? Well, I bespoke the event. I I write the material about them, and there was no Jade Goody material. But <laughs> stay clear of that stuff. <laughs> <don't And> that's... <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, what's your biggest? luxury when's the last time it can be a hotel it can be a resort that you've gone wow paul you have made it it's probably anywhere in dubai yeah now you go to a, a dump in dubai and it's like a five-star hotel in yeah, 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 yeah. do you know what i mean it's like everywhere is a five-star hotel and i went to a four-star hotel out there recently oh my god it, poor you it was horrific <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't horrific to our standards no, here no but over there, you think this is a dump because yeah. you're used to marble floors and yeah, marble yeah, toilets yeah. and proper luxury, marble yeah. bidets. And 
But you go anywhere in the Middle East and it's an extravagant island full of luxury items and mm. you think, you know, you, you come back. And Do you, you think, love a bit of luxury? Yeah, you know, I'm a bit of a queen when it comes to those kinds of things. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, uh, I like you know, your house is a proper fat yard rude boy, you know what I mean? I like a bit of marble. I've uh, got, got some lions in the back chained up. Yeah, and... I came in and I thought I was in a rapper's house. <laughs> I thought this was MTV That's Cribs. That's because I just had some bitches on a dog lead. <laughs> <laughs> and I am wearing a lot of chains. Yeah. Um, You've changed, man. bent. Yeah. <laughs> so come on then, tell me a holiday you've been on, which... It hasn't been the best. And we're not we're not country shaming. We're not slagging people off. I'll give you a really good example. I use this all the time. Amanda Olden, she went to Cyprus, was caught in a mini tornado. Uh. Friend, that's not Cyprus's fault on going back there. She <laughs> fell off a jet ski second time, broke her leg. She went, you know what? I've had enough of you, Cyprus. <laughs> Is there anywhere like that that you've been? We're not shaming anyone or... Maybe um, you didn't go down well or maybe you've got food poisoning. Hmm. So many. When I was so young, <laughs> when I was young, uh, family trips and, and road journeys and mm. trips when you were a kid, they were the most traumatic, I think, because mm. you didn't have any control on life and it was you were being led by your parents <laughs> and you'd end up at a lake district was a big one in, in the early 80s. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, in, a, in a bed and breakfast. Bed and breakfasts in those days were bed and breakfasts. Yeah. It was a bed and breakfast in somebody's house. It was like a cornflake, one of those mini yeah, little cornfl- bits of cornflake, yeah. weren't it? They'd throw them at you. Yeah, and then when you're an Indian family going to the Lake District and you're the only Indian family <laughs> out, it's like everyone's looking at you, especially when you go to certain towns in the country in the 80s. Like, you don't get it. It wasn't very multicultural back then, was it? No, no. It was very... Um, White man territory. Did you get any? Uh, did you get any jip or any racism? Oh yeah. Oh, what, what back in the day? No, no. I mean, when you're in the Lake District. Oh, yeah, I don't know if you got jip, but you could just feel the difference when yeah, you left London. Yeah, it's and a feeling, I suppose. You get that it? feeling. You know, like you know, like gay people have a gay dar. Yeah. Asian, Asian people or ethnics, we have a race dar. Race dar. Yeah, we can feel the racism. Yeah. You can almost feel the homophobia sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And you know what these people are thinking, but they're not going to say it. No, no. So you just feel the tension in the yeah, air it creates. Yeah. Oh, God, that's horrible. But, you know, do you find that now? You, you probably don't. Well, me, I mean, I, don't, I, think, I think I'm too gay sometimes. I think, you know, like when you're really fat and you stand on some scales and it goes round <laughs> second time, that's what my gay does like. I think it goes <laughs> back round just straight. <laughs> I think it just pushes the needle round a bit more. Well, that's the thing. You, you do, you know. You were an ex boxer, yes. Because you tie, uh, tie, tie boxer. Yeah, tie boxer. And I, <laughs> I remember back in the day the th- stuff you'd tell me about your life and the stuff yeah, you went through. Yeah, and um, yeah. I thought this guy. I, I thought I thought you were just doing an act. No, that's me. I thought me. you were a character. No, and I you were a straight bae, guy. Tie kick. I've got. You know, I've, I've married two Miss Worlds. Yeah. <laughs> You're a hard bastard, man. I mean, I remember when I met Alan, I thought, this is a guy you don't want to mess about with. He'll no. kick the shit out of you. <laughs> You're a hard bastard. And he's got the physique of a Thai kickboxer as Thank well. Thank you. That's very kind. <laughs> Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. 
This episode is brought to you by Smart Food Popcorn. Some decisions aren't the best, like skipping ahead in your favorite podcast. Think of all the banter you'll miss, the lore in the making. Luckily, Smart Food Popcorn is a no-brainer. Deliciously tasty and available in a variety of fun flavors. It's a smart decision every time. Smart Food. Add smart. To learn more, visit smartfood.com. Want to be more active this summer? Sierra helps you save on everything from swimsuits to stand-up paddle boards, tennis rackets to fishing tackle. And if that doesn't float your boat, we also have pool floats. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! So tell us, do you, do you, will you try local delicacies? Yeah. And if so, has there ever, have you ever had brown rain, trotty botty, the shits? <laughs> the brown... <laughs> Well, when I went to the south of France once, I think um, I was with my mates and and we just carried on eating this dish and they were like, what is it? It was like meat on the plate and I was carrying eating this, just carrying eating. They didn't tell me until I finished eating the dish. And what was it? It was a cow's tongue. Oh, no. It was the tongue of the cow. Oh, why would you eat that? And I, and I finished it. It was quite nice, actually. <laughs> it was quite nice, but they didn't, because they stopped eating. And I just carried on. And yeah. at the end, I said, what was that then? Why did you stop eating? And they said, it was a cow's tongue. Because some parts of the world, they eat every part of the animal. Yeah, well, I know they do, yeah. And it's cow's delicacy. Tongue? The tongue. In France, that's a normal dish. Yeah, they don't like cows or ducks over there, do they? Because you have, like, duck... Mm. Is it duck tongue? Can you have duck tongue? I don't know. But was you sick? Or was you, you actually enjoyed it? Was all right. it? Yeah, it was really nice. Yeah, it Cow's was the first time I got off with someone for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, sir. Can I get you anything off the trolley? Panini, pretzels, bit of tongue. I have to ask. Are you adventurous when you go on holiday? Yeah, I like. Do to. you scuba dive? Do you go skiing? Uh, I'm not much of a scuba diver because I can't swim. Oh. So um, I watched Jaws when I was a kid, and that kind of put me off swimming. Oh, same so. as me. Do you remember that? I watched it when I was eight with me nan. Yeah. She thought it was a good idea to watch that. Mm. She was babysitting, and then oh my <laughs> god, really? Or I, I even think there's a shark in swimming pools. Yeah, exactly. Swimming, and then I saw that James Bond one. Is it Live and Let Die, where the great comes up and the shark comes, comes in the out in the swimming pool? Like, oh yeah. my god! I hope I'm not. Yeah. It got a bit with octopusy though. Yeah. <laughs> Always does, doesn't it? Yeah, it was a bit of octopusy. Um... <laughs> Octopus is a great dish, though, if you go travelling. It's not very big in England. Octopussy or octopus? Well, just the octopus, <laughs> not the octopussy. So, so what bit are you eating there, love? Yeah, that's the bit they eat in France, the octopus. I like to go down on me food. <laughs> <laughs> it's taking a turn. So tell me, where's a place that you would really love to go? What's on your bucket list? Because I think you've been everywhere, haven't mm, you? Yeah, pretty much been... Where do I want to go? I mean, that I haven't been to. Probably some remote desert island somewhere that's populated by locals that haven't evolved into human beings yet but then they're afraid because you remember they, there was the thing where they flew a plane over an island and you saw these, these, these yeah, and tribes yeah they throwing um, yeah. Uh, what's it called javelins yeah they've never met westerners before well anyone civilly outside of that territory they were still wearing you know tits hanging out <laughs> bollocks out and a little rope around. Sure there was some Canvey Island you've flown over. I think that was Ibiza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what are you looking? What are you flying over us for, mate? Yeah, bollocks, piss off, you slags. That's probably what they sounded like. 
<laughs> don't come to our, if you come to our country, you might speak our language. <laughs> um, I wonder what it's like, though. We'd probably get murdered there, actually. I'd say if we went there wearing these clothes and speaking Well, I'm not going. Why are you dragging me in? I think we should come with me. I'm going to go on my own, am I? I'm not going there. (laughs) So you'd like to do a gig there to like, is that Papua New Guinea, isn't it? Yeah, somewhere like that. Doing gigs to locals is where the challenge is because a lot of us go to do gigs. I I went to Hong Kong the last time I went was with McIntyre and we were performing in an Indian restaurant. It was an expat gig though, so everyone's local. Yeah. Um, well, and local. does it trans? Does it translate your, your stuff? Well, they weren't local; they were expats working in banks there. Oh, so, okay. So when myself and Michael McIntyre were on stage, it was like they—they just—it's just like performing in London. So there's no challenge. Oh, I see. So you, when you go, like when I go to South Africa or Trinidad, or I went to Trinidad literally like a year or two into my career, and there were twenty thousand people in a cricket field. And I performed to 40,000 people in two days. And over here, I was performing to like 100 people. <laughs> so it was a real, like... That's amazing. Yeah, it was It was a tough gig. That was when, you know, before Rihanna had even turned up. And, yeah, uh, yeah. She probably was at the gig. She was probably at the gig at the time. Because literally the whole of the island turned up. <laughs> and what she do stand cool, up. It's though, isn't it? Now, this is a new... I'm going to say this is um, a new part of the podcast. I've never done it before because I've just come back from Iceland. Have you ever been involved in a natural disaster when you're away because i i was in an earthquake two really? days ago what happened the bed shook well who's in your room with you <laughs> well no it was by myself really yeah and there was an earthquake at four o'clock in the morning and it's like and it woke me up and i thought oh my god i thought i must remember this for me podcast because sometimes when you travel have you ever been have you ever seen a volcano um i've been i went when i did New Zealand, I went past the volcano, which hasn't actually erupted yet. They're afraid of it erupting. No, as it erupted, it's natural disaster. We've all been past a volcano, love. Get with it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, I know I'm being facetious. But, I mean, have you ever been there? Have you been in a flood? Have I been in a flood or a tsunami or a natural disaster? Um, No, I don't know if I have been. Have you been in an earthquake? Have I been in an earthquake? No, I've seen. There was the one in Birmingham. That, yeah, that, that, but then that's. You know, we have more hurricanes in England than anywhere else in the world. But we have mini hurricanes. You know, when you see little bits of rubbish, look. We have more hurricanes in England than anywhere else on planet Earth. But they're mini. They're tiny. Bollocks! Yeah. That's a hurricane. That's when a you tiny see a quaver's packet yeah. going yeah. round. That's a hurricane. A quaver's hurricane. <laughs> yeah, it's a hurricane. Is we this have... a winder? No, seriously, it's a fact. <laughs> more hurricanes are in England than anywhere, but we have mini ones. We don't have ma- massive. We don't, we don't like a, a twister in America. We have, no, you, no, we have imagine people driving following <laughs> that. Quick, Quick, get in the car. There's a Quavers packet going down the high street. Oh, yeah. my God, it's like that film Twister. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a message to all our passengers. Can you please return to your seats and pop on your seatbelts? This Boeing 747 is about to be diverted due to Hurricane Quaver being in our flight path. That's Hurricane Quaver. If you could please return to your seats and pop your seatbelts on, that would be very much appreciated, as Hurricane Quaver is giving off a lot of turbulence. Thank you. Tell me, are you a complainer if you go oh. to a hotel? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I look for the hair in the bed before I get in it. What, like four in the bed, that one? when they? Yeah, and then the you say, excuse me, there's a hair in the bed. What are you going to do about the bill? <laughs> 
You know what I mean? You take a will you? Because you've got a beard there. Will you take a bit of your hair out the oh, beard and true. place it there that's to try true, and yeah. get money off? No, it's normally a long blonde hair, but then you've got to carry a long blonde hair everywhere. Oh right. But no, normally it's like it's not my hair because it's too obvious if it's my. You can't can't you can't turn up what you. Well, my hair is. <laughs> this could be a time very soon where I won't have any hair to pull out to try and get money off a room. <laughs> <laughs> if there's an issue with the hotel room, you have to complain. I think. <laughs> Um, but British people, we, we either complain too much or we're like, oh, let's not make an issue of this. Let's yeah, just, you know, some of your mates, oh, no, just, let's, in a restaurant, there's a hair, just don't mention it. It's going to be really awkward. Yeah. I'm like, no, mate, there's a pube in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You've got to just be straight with them. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, let's not cause a fuss. I'm that person, you see. We can't really, if we go on oh, again, we're going to be arguing. Are you the guy that's, oh, just leave just it. Just leave it. Oh, no, 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 don't, don't, don't. I'm like, what I mean, do you... maybe a pube. Yeah. But I mean, something's a bit cold, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, and then you try and get a discount. No, I just put it in the microwave. What? There's a microwave in the room? No, I'm in the restaurant now. Where are you? What? Oh, I'm still in the room. I'm, <laughs> me and you I'm, were in I'm the... talking about a cold food in a restaurant. When you'd go into the No, I'm it. putting the fucking microwave myself. <laughs> I get the waiter to do it. Not self-service. <laughs> <laughs> So don't worry about this. I'm not going to complain. Then you'd walk into the kitchen with the dish and stick it in the microwave no, and come back. No, no I would not. <laughs> <laughs> but what's Alan Carr doing in the kitchen? Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever holidayed with a celebrity? Uh, well, just trips with comics, really. And I wouldn't... Well, loosely, we'd call that a holiday because a lot of us don't... Well, we didn't really go on holidays for the first few years of our careers. No, no. We'd just do stand-up, literally, until we drop dead. Because that's yeah. what Billy Connolly says. He says, you know, for him, he, he just loves sitting now. And he says, our job was to travel mm. and we go and have a job. So it's hard to differentiate what is a holiday and what's not. And it's hard, isn't it? Sometimes I'm on my tour now and I'm going, you know, you go to Northern Ireland and mm. Belfast. You're, you're there. You're still in that airport lounge and you see people and have got their Costa Rica yeah. guidebooks that get in the mozzie guard and you're only going 45 minutes the other way. And you're a bit like, oh. Mm. It's that it's depressing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So do you, do you have a holiday for fun? Sometimes I just stay a couple more days after the gig and turn that into a holiday. So You're I, a workaholic, yeah, Paul. Yeah, pretty much, yeah, like a staycation. Like you've done the gig and then you're like, oh, I might as well just stay in this hotel for a few more days. And then you just stay in the hotel doing nothing and there's nothing to look forward to in the evening. So it's a pretty shit holiday. Oh, my God, this is the most depressing yeah, episode so. of Life's a Beach. Life's a beach? It really is. <laughs> it really is, mate. Oh, come on. Some holiday must put a smile on your face. Come on. I haven't really, yeah, I don't think I've actually... Uh, apart from when I was younger, I'd go to America. But then I'd, now when I just go on holiday, then I end up just doing a gig somewhere. So I'll go to America. Mm. I think, all right, I'll go and see some mates who are comics or something yeah. or family. And then the last time I went there, I just ended up doing all the clubs in New York. <laughs> and then I just ended up on stages. So it just turned into a gigging holiday. Oh, well, I suppose that's all yeah. right. And in America, they give you like $20 to do a gig. <laughs> A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. 
Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between, offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthierhappenstogether. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. This episode is brought to you by The Weather Channel. It's suggested that brands avoid using sound effects in podcast ads. And remember to speak in a chill tone. Well, here's a suggestion for everyday life. Tap into The Weather Channel app. It's loaded with insights that help you manage your allergies, breathe easy, and use your outside voice. What in the weather are you waiting for? Be a force of nature with The Weather Channel app. And where do you go for sexy time? Tell me a romantic place. That I've taken a woman to? Yeah. I haven't, I don't think. Probably just down the uh, local kebab shop. <laughs> so, um, yeah, probably the Middle East. You take yeah. them to the Middle East. Whereabouts yeah. in the Middle East? Probably Dubai or something. Oh, that's always nice, yeah. Yeah. And that normally leads to a breakup. <laughs> you want to even take someone on holiday, it leads to a breakup. It's either make or break, isn't it, in a, in a relationship? What are you saying? What? It, like when you take someone on a holiday, yeah. it's either make or break. Yeah. You're either going to stay together or that's it, done. Yeah. I think you can. Um, I, I think it's when you go with friends, it's a real. It's a real test of your friendship when you go on holiday in it with your friends. I suppose it yeah. is with a partner as well. Yes, you stuck to them like glue, aren't you? You're spending a lot of time with yeah. this bastard. Do you have, have you had any travel mishaps? What are you like? Do you ever forget your passport? Have you ever done that comedy thing where you, there's your pants and your socks going around the carousel? I know it's only meant to happen in sitcoms, but I <laughs> have seen that. I mean, it's not been knickers, but it's been like a show. Well, it's like a handle, isn't it? Rod Gilbert used to do the joke on it, didn't he? Did he? <laughs> About the handle. <laughs> and then he saw it going around the first few times he laughed. Yeah. And then he picks it up. Remember that joke? That was one of his first signature jokes. It's kind of the joke that made him, and then and then it was his handle. Oh, right. Off the suitcase. But he was... <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, Has that ever happened to you? Uh, I don't think I've... That's everyone's worst nightmare, isn't it? Turn, yeah. Especially for us, turning up at a gig. And it's got all our costume and, you know, yeah, we, we yeah, wear yeah. extravagant costumes on stage, you and I, and all the tiara and stuff, and, and it's gone missing. And uh, and That I, happened to Tom Allen, didn't it, on the way to San Francisco? Did it? Yeah, he said on here, and his, his clothes went missing. And then what do you perform in? And the toiletries? I know, we all need to moisturise before we go on. We're not getting any younger, are we? I've got that three faces because I've got a hairstyle, then I've got a beard style, then I've got a face style. And it takes a lot of work to look this bad. Yeah. <laughs> how long, How because I've got no testosterone in my body, so I can't grow a beard like that. Well, you've got how a lot long... of testosterone. You've, got, you've actually got very high testosterone. How do you know that? Because if you have a receding hairline, it means you have really high testosterone. Oh, that's a fucking shit sandwich of a compliment, it is. <laughs> well, just do what I do and just get this from Turkey, mate. I can get you. Can get is, you. That, is, that a, is that a weave? No, this is actually my hair, but um, I've, t- I've taken some... Uh, I was going to say, if it's, that's a weave, it's a good weave. <laughs> the producer's trying to work it out now. Stop staring. It's really rude. <laughs> <laughs> what you can do is you can, I don't know if this is, but you can get... Propecia, which is finasteride, and it makes your hair grow back. Oh, does it? Yeah. Because my friend had, um, uh, it's, it's done then, but they take the hair from the nape of your well, neck, that, don't they? And they put it yeah. there, but 
that bit's gone white, and that bit's gone. His fringe looks like a zebra crossing. Right. It's like black, white, black, white, black, white. It's just like just a barcode. But you want to, you know, I haven't had a hard on in twenty years. But, but hey, I'd rather, yeah, I'd rather have a limp dick and great hair. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather have a perm than a limp dick. <laughs> Now, are you a culture vulture? Do you go to museums or are you like, nah, you're all right? Um, I did live in Rome for six months and then I lived there again for another month this last year. Oh, wow. And I was doing a... I'm in a drama called Devils with Patrick Dempsey. Oh, yes! So um, I was a regular um, actor in that. But I lived in Rome next to the Vatican City for six months. And and Rome is um, it's a tough place. To, it's a nice place to go and visit. And I did all the sightseeing, Colosseum... Yeah. Vatican City, um, blessed by the Pope, kind of thing. Yeah, um, yeah. Pretty much every tourist thing I did in in Rome, yeah. I bought a cross from near the Vatican. Oh, that's nice. I became, you know, I was going to get baptized. <laughs> did some exorcisms, that kind of stuff. <laughs> you see, you start telling a story, and it's like, <laughs> and then it just becomes, and I'm like, how much of this is true? <laughs> Why does everyone say that to me? Yeah. <laughs> I get this every day. Yeah. My life is so unreal that people think it's not real. You know, actually, you know. Yeah. I was like... You know, yeah, doing you know, gigs for the Taliban, getting exercise, yeah. meeting up with the Pope. Yeah, yeah. I believe all of it. <laughs> My life is, uh, yeah, it's just a difficult life. How crazy do you go on holiday? Do you ever... Have you ever skinny dipped? No. Well, firstly, you know, when you drown, you don't want to drown naked. No. Because then you, it's going to be pretty embarrassing. And that will be your ghost, won't it, as yeah. well? When you come back, you will be haunted yeah. naked. <laughs> it's like... Yeah. <laughs> I'll come back to a naked. Yeah, oh, my God. But then... Why didn't you die in a car crash? <laughs> yeah, fully clothed. Fully clothed with an airbag. Yeah. That's how they say you want to wear the best boxer shorts when you die. And yes, the best underwear. Yes, it's like yes. when people... That's why I'm never naked in bed at night just in case oh, there's really? a fire. Honestly, it's just like, at least if I've run out of my pants, mm. at least, you know... Dick Hank flapping about and shit. Yeah, well, well it'll be tiny because I'll be in propecia. <laughs> yeah. No one will see it. Yeah. <laughs> or what about um, when celebrities were doing this asphyxiation thing? You remember that? Oh, yes, with the apple, orange in the mouth. And they did choke themselves to the point... And apparently when you pass out just before the Yeah, you're meant to have the best orgasm ever. Unfortunately, some of them died in the process, but they're just found with an apple in their mouth and their pants around their ankles. Yeah. 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 Is it worth it, do you think? Don't look at me. I don't do anything (laughs) like that. Is it worth a try, do you think? I've never tried it. Why don't you try it? Yeah, but what happens if I don't make it? Then you're going to be talking about me next week. He was on my podcast last week. This will be fucking evidence. This would be... (laughs) Oh, God, imagine this transcript being read out in court. We refer to the Alan Carr podcast for insurance purposes. I don't know if it covers life insurance, does it, asphyxiation? No, I don't think. I don't think it's an act of God either. No. (laughs) Now, as we start our descent, make sure your tray table up. Yeah. Yeah, the tray table is up, but why I've got to move that seat back three inches. Yeah, you need to put that forward. Well, put it forward two inches, because if the plane goes down, that two inches is going to make a massive difference, <laughs> isn't it? Do you believe any of that? You know, brace, brace. Do you reckon that's, they say that's keep your mouth covered, isn't it, for dental records? Is that true? Oh, really? So they can identify you? That's what I think, but I don't know if it's bollocks. Do you reckon it's true? Yeah, because before there's a, 
before they land into the ocean. Yeah, I don't know. It's They're not landing into the ocean, are they? No. They're crashing at high speed. Listen, people might be listening to this on a plane journey. No, Can you true, just yeah. try and be a yeah, bit more upbeat, um, love? The worst people are the ones who clap, aren't they, when it, when it lands? I know, that is like, come on. Get Imagine you were going out with someone and they started clapping when it landed. Would that be <laughs> the biggest red flag? Yeah, you would know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's time. It's, it's just the holiday's not working out. But we just landed. Yes, just, we're done. This is your captain speaking. We are on our final approach to our destination. Cabin crew, get ready for landing. Cabin crew, get ready for landing. Okay, here we go. Are you ready for the quick fire round? Yep. Amazon hike or Amazon Prime? Amazon Hike or Amazon Prime? Um, would you rather sit and watch a Netflix box set or would you want to get out there and go and look through the jungle? And yeah, through the jungle. You yeah, want to do that? Find Tarzan. Yeah. The, <laughs> the one white guy there who's the king of it. Why was there one white guy the king of the jungle? Oh, yeah, never. F- isn't that funny? Yeah, you see. It was proper racism, isn't it? Yeah, it's we're getting prop- indoctrinated by yeah. this crap. Yeah, we used to yeah. think, oh, the king of the jungle is some white dude that just turned up from France. St. Ives or St. Lucia? St. Lucia. What if you go against St. Ives? That's probably too white for me, to be honest. I'm not sure. I, uh, I wouldn't blend in too well there in St. Ives. First aid kit or first aid shit? Do you take your mozzie guard, your mozzie net? Do you take plasters, paracetamol? Yeah, I take all that stuff. In fact, I get stopped by the drugs team. I take so many <laughs> drugs with me. I've taken, I've taken every vaccine, every dr- everything. You got to be careful. You, the you amount got, of travelling you do, you got to be careful. Yeah, you get, you take so much. You know, like, when you go to Australia, you because it's hard to get drugs from. I mean, you know, legal drugs course, from different of parts of the world, mm. um, especially America. And we 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 have the best um, NHS. You know, we get it for next to nothing. Yeah. So I take it out there and sell it. <laughs> <laughs> Full English breakfast or full moon party? Did you rave up? I love a full English breakfast, uh, veggie one. Um, we have the best breakfasts in the world, I think. There's yeah. nothing like a full English breakfast rather it's than the best. Than it. Yeah, it's the best, and it should be available 24 7. There are some places that, you know, when they say, oh, breakfast is finished, why? Yeah. At, at 12. What? It, what? It's breakfast. should be available all day. Yeah, it's like a big meal, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's a proper big meal, yeah. And you'd rather be eating that, at my age anyway, than going to the moon. It's not the moon, it's the full moon. Oh, forget Oh, it. full moon the... party. <laughs> Local delicacy or give me a Mackey D? Are you a vegetarian? No, I, I do eat everything, but um, quite veggie. But uh, Is that have... for a health thing? Or yeah, I try and, yeah. I do eat everything, though, yeah. I do like to experiment with the local cuisine. It yep. is dangerous, because if you go to some parts... Well, you had a cow's tongue. What am I yeah. thinking about? Of course. Exactly. That was a long time ago. But, you know, there were some dishes in some restaurants, which apparently there was a fish thing that was so... If it wasn't cooked at the, exactly at the right temperature, some kind of sushi dish, wasn't it, in Japan, that it could kill you. Jonathan yeah. Ross was on uh, a previous podcast, and he was sliced six courses of puffer fish. Right. But you have to cut it so... And if it goes near the gland, it can be poisonous. Yeah. Wow. And then tip them or fuck them. Do um, you give good tips or do you think, ha ha, never seen you again, bye losers. Yeah. When they add it to the bill, then you're like, it's already included, but it's discretionary. But when they add it to the bill, you're like, I'm not going to pay any more for this tip. But when no. they don't add it to the bill, you probably end up giving them more. 
But that's the gamble they're taking, thinking, well, we're not going to get tipped, so we might as well just charge them anyway. But yeah. I think the bastard's already charged me. You ain't getting a penny more than this because we've already put it on the bill. Yeah. And it's normally 12.5% when it should be 10%. But then you want, you'd probably pay more if it wasn't in there in the first place. But then in America, it's rude not to tip over here. Oh, the tipping in America's too much. Try and find a sun lounge. You've got to tip the man for getting a bloody sun lounge. Why are you here? Get another job. <laughs> He's standing around. You've got to give him a bloody dollar. Mm. I don't mind giving him the dollar, but why are you here? Yeah. What is the point? It's like the scene. Why have I even paid for this holiday if it's... I have to do everything myself? This is like the beginning scene of Reservoir Dogs. Mr. Pink said that. Did he? You remember? You remember he said, I don't tip. What do you mean you oh, don't fucking tip? Yes, yes, yes. And there's this whole. <laughs> that was one of his iconic openings he written by Quentin Tarantino. I know. All right, don't patronise me. Um... <laughs> have you enjoyed flying Alan Air? Alan has been good. It's just as good as Ryanair. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> fuck off the plane. <laughs> no, no. Thank you so much. Yeah, that end. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for flying. Thank you. Thank you. And then when I walk past, they just nod. Another fucking wanker didn't say thank you to me. <laughs> well, you know what I read in a book once, that how they get revenge in America, you know, like the cabin crew, you know, and they go around with a bin bag. Yeah. You're trash. You're trash. Your family's trash. <laughs> You're trash. <laughs> They're actually saying it to you. Yes. Quite a clever idea. Very therapeutic for them, isn't it? Yeah. Because they hate us a lot. I know, I know. We are scum. <laughs> well, I hope you enjoyed that. And can I say thank you for flying, Alan Air? If you like what you hear, please give us a five-star review. And if you hated it, well, you're still here. Go on, do one. Get out my plane. And remember, life's a beast.